How's it going? Everybody out doing their shopping? Have <laughs> you? Yeah, behind. This Christmas comes at an inconvenient time, right in the middle of football season. Every year. Every year. Yeah. Use Amazon. If I figured that out, I could figure it out. All right, Pip. Let me ask you about uh, T.J. Watt and his ability to both rush the passer and set the edge. Seems like he's pretty uh, adept at both. Yeah, and play in coverage. He plays a lot in coverage for him too. Um, he's an athletic guy. Does a good job of um, really all, all those things. Plays the run well. He's a good edge rusher and pretty good in coverage. You know, for a linebacker, um, has good range. Long. He's got good instincts. He's he's a versatile player for him. Does a lot of things. So you had Mike Hill in here very briefly. Um, just what did you think of him when you had him, and what have you seen from him playing for Pittsburgh? Good football player. Instinctive, smart, really tough. Um, runs well. It's good quickness. It's not a lot of length, but I mean he's he's a tough tough football player. Had a really good college career. Very impressive. At, um, Mississippi, playing corner, playing inside, a little bit of safety. Um, he was around the ball a lot, made a lot of tackles. I know we were kind of getting going with him, and then had some roster movement. And it's one of those things, but it's a good football player. Have they used Sutton as a nickel corner or slot corner also? Has it mostly been Mike Hillman? Uh, he's mostly played on the perimeter, but he's also played some dime. He's played the 6 DB. Hilton's pretty much played most of the nickel. Sutton's played in there a little bit, played in a little bit last year, but he mainly played on the perimeter last year for, uh, you know, when Hayden was hurt and we got, uh, we saw him in our game. They played earlier in the year for Sensible, and then it's kind of been Sensible on Hayden and Sutton and, um, and uh, Hilton. So. Coach, neither team's exactly on a roll. The Steelers are coming off three losses, and you're coming off the miracle in Miami. How do you turn the page and, and get your team moving forward and forgetting about the last week? Yeah, it's every week. That's what it is every week. Turn the page and move on to the next team. Whether you win or lose. That's right. Yep, exactly right. Bill, you know, is the stability as a football historian the Steelers something you really admire? Yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah, three coaches in 50 years. Um, you know, well, one ownership, kind of, kind of three guys in that spot, but we had tremendous continuity. Uh, the coordinators, the coaches, the front office. Yeah, really impressive. Sometimes it was more like that across the, the league, just more continuity. Yeah, budget. those are my decisions, so I don't have control over that. You guys are full health right now. This is your report. Obviously, it's a good problem to have, but is it tough to make the inactive decisions when everyone's healthy on the 53? Uh, it's, it's the same every week. And whatever the options are, they are. Sometimes it's clear cut, but usually there's some degree of decision making and just try to do what we feel like is best for that particular game. It's better that way than the other way. When a player like James Conner 
you don't know if he's going to play necessarily. Do you go into the game with two game plans, or do you just prepare for everybody else you're going to play? Yeah, we prepare for everybody on the active roster until they're ruled out. Um, they can play whoever they want to play, and uh, they could play one person, and the next play something could happen, and his replacement could be in there. So, just like Dobbs was last week for Roethlisberger. So we have to prepare for everybody. Um, we have to be ready for anybody that's on the active roster that they put in the game. We can eliminate the guys um, an hour and a half before the game that are inactive, um, and then we have to be ready for the rest of them. So, yeah, we know everybody on the roster and um, what they can do and where they've been, what their role has been. And if it's different, we adjust to it, but yeah, we go through every guy. Bill, going back to the Steelers' continuity, uh, some players shared this week, they learned about you know how in-depth that was from you in team meetings. And earlier in the year, the history of Soldier Field before you were preparing for Chicago, I'm curious, why it's important to you to kind of share that uh, history of these teams and franchises you're going up against in the week leading up to it with your team? Because it's an important part of the team we're playing. It's part of knowing the team. You think that feels how they are, what the way they play now and, and, and in the way they are? They, kind of that, that history is all, all feeds into it. Well, in the more recent history, certainly the continuity of uh, Kevin Colbert and Coach Tomlin um, and the coaching staff, um, even to uh, Randy, who's been the quarterback coach, even though he wasn't a coordinator, he was a quarterback coach there for uh, nine years or whatever it was. Um, so, yeah, I think it's important to know all that, sure. But there's a lot of other important things to know, too. I'm not saying that's that's it, but it's... Yeah, there's certainly a, a great history and a tradition of the Steelers, which I've been very familiar with. That was um, my first playoff game in 75 when I was with the Colts. And then um, obviously the years in Cleveland, playing them twice a year. And at the Giants, we uh, played them in preseason, I won't say every year. It seemed like it was every year. So, you know, the Roonies and the Mares had a um, strong family relationship. And so we always played them. So it's another 10 years of playing them every year. They're practically under division now. We've played them practically every year, at least once, if not twice, seems like, since I've been here. So I don't know what it would be like a year without playing the Steelers. There's, there haven't been many of them. The, kind of the, sort of the, the growing consistency that, that, that this franchise has, has the Patriots have had since you've been here? Yeah, right now we're really just focused on this game. That's really what's important is how we prepare and perform this week. Um, worry about some other years, some other time. You've got a terrific record against the Steelers and against uh, Mike Tomlin's uh, Steelers in particular. Um, does that tell us about anything that's going to happen this week? Nope. Zero. You know, when Rex was activated off of IR, you spoke about how you had conversations with him and making the decision on the right time and if there was a the right time to come back. Now that he's played in games and participated in practice for a couple of weeks now, what have you noticed about Rex and, and just his return? Confidence. It's a lot of confidence. I think he's, which is great. 
Um, yeah, when when uh, we put Rex on IR, um, you know, once he was on IR, then he was out for an established period of time. So there was no like trying to get back week to week. And sometimes uh, you know players feel like uh, you know letting the team down because they're not out there and. You know, just trying so hard to get back. Once you put a player on injured reserve, then he's out for a set period of time. There's no, there's nothing he can do but wait until that time period expires. And I think in this particular case, with this particular injury, that was the right thing. And this particular player, who's very competitive and uh, very team oriented, it was the best thing for him to do. And so we weren't on a, um, you know, a we just took the normal, let's say we're on a normal pace. We weren't trying to accelerate it because there was nowhere to go. Um, and so as he went through the various processes and was able to move forward in his uh, return to play, uh, when he was ready to come back, I think he was really, really ready. There was no, I got a little further to go. I got a little more to do. I'm not quite there yet. I think that all that had had passed. What he needed to do is get on the field. and. Um, and he did that, and that went without. Um, so there were two weeks there before he was eligible to come back that he would practice. I think he gained some confidence there um, with some contact and things like that. And then when he started playing, then he just played well. How important is that confidence? Because I know there's obviously a physical comeback that takes place when you sustain any injury, but the mental part of the game plays a, a big role as well. How important is that confidence that he has you know, returning? Yeah, very important. I mean, he could speak to it better than I could, but I, I just wanted to make sure that he was in, um, that we put him in the best situation to be successful and to be able to, um, you know, recover properly from um, his condition and that he was ready to go and he felt that he was and there were several steps that took place in the process. And as those steps, as he cleared those different steps, then we moved to the next one. And I think, you know, when he was ready to come back, he felt like he was ready to come back. And he played like it, and he's practiced and played like it since. So I think that went, went well for him and went well for the team. Um, was, you know, it was a, good, it was a good outcome for the situation that, um, you know, the situation that he was in that came up. Is it difficult to introduce new players like Duke Dawson, Obi Malfani, when it gets to week 15 and they haven't had much experience to that point? Uh, I mean, they've been fine. They've been good. You know, last year it was uh, Harrison came in later than this. Um, and we had a need at that position, and, and he played relatively quickly because of the injuries and so forth that we had sustained there. So. Each year is different, each situation is different. Um, but I think Duke and Obi have both made a lot of progress. Um, Obi's been active, you know, for several games. Duke hasn't, but certainly be confident in him if, uh, when that happens. So, again, some of it's just at this point by game plan and experience. And unfortunately, you know, those guys don't have a lot of experience. And if we're healthy at the positions they're at, then it's hard for them to move ahead of those people. Um, but as we all know, they could change in a hurry. So, 
Um, last week against the Dolphins, we saw you know two guys that you brought on in the middle of the season, Humber and McClellan. Um, you know, with the two two block punts and then the recovery. What have you seen from them? You know, they come into the team you know halfway through the season and they're kind of making an impact in special teams already. Yeah, they've done a good job for us. They're a little different. Uh, you know, Ramon was here and went through a whole training camp with us in '17, so he's really done everything from the ground floor up, off-season program, OTAs, training camp. He just wasn't with us during the season, and, and now he is. So there was a gap there, but um, I'd say it filled in pretty quickly from his recall. He's an experienced player and a smart guy, and it, it came back to him pretty quickly. And I wouldn't say we're caught up, but we're, you know, we're close. Um, McClellan has a lot of experience in the league, and both as a defensive player and a kicking game. So um, he's another guy that caught up very quickly. And again, I wouldn't say he's there yet, but it's, it's pretty far along now. It's just been several weeks, and you know, he's taken a lot of snaps in practice and, and obviously in the game and on special teams. So um, I think our depth there is, is certainly better than what it was. Obviously, Josh Gordon came in quickly than we've been seeing what we're talking about right now, but is there anything special about him that's, that's just allowed him to catch on as quickly as he has this season? Yeah, okay, we've talked about Josh. He's, he's a smart kid, so he learns well. Um, uh, for better or worse, he's been in a lot of different systems. I know it was only one team, but there was a lot of, a lot of different systems up there. So most everything we've asked him to do, he's done somewhere along the line, some, you know, for somebody. Uh, so it's, there's a lot of, well, I've never done that before. I've never, you know, what are we talking about here? So it's just kind of transferring it into um, what we do relative to the way he did it in the past and what the differences are and maybe what the similarities are. Um, he spent a lot of time, I think, uh, Coach O'Shea, Coach McDaniels, um, and, and others um, in the offensive uh, staff and team have, you know, have worked with him and, and he's worked hard himself to try to not only learn the whole offense, but certainly stay up on the week-to-week -week game plans. Um, so as we go through each week, we're just, I would say, gaining a little more ground on the overall knowledge of the system. Um, not there, but going in the right direction. Final question. I was talking with McClellan in the locker room the other day, and he mentioned the age that's in that special teams unit between him and Slater and all the experience. Whenever you have those guys who've been around the league for so long, what do they bring to the team? Yeah, I'd say a lot of experience, a lot of communication, um, an appreciation probably for what everybody else is doing, and so how uh, how I can do my job, but also how I can make it easier for you, or how I can help you, how you can help me, and so forth. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of younger players are just so focused on doing their job, which is important, and they need to do that. But you know, there's ten other guys out there too, and plus there's another eleven on the other side of the ball. So um, players with experience have a way of they know what they have to do. They also understand what's going on around them, and sometimes how that fits together, how they can help somebody else, if somebody else can help them, or. Uh, how they can work together. So instead of me taking my guy and you taking your guy, we we have these two guys, and you know, they could unfold in a way where we end up switching or not switching and things like that. So um, yeah, we have quite a bit of experience in our in those units with uh, Ed Ramon and Albert, and of course Brandon King and Nate um, Slater, you know John Jones. I mean many of the other guys that have played. 
um, a number of years for us in the kicking game. So that's all, you know, getting Rex back is just, you know, another guy, Chris Hogan. It's just another guy that, you know, they've played, they know what to do. Um, so I think all those things have helped us over the past few weeks. Not necessarily one, but when you combine them all together. And Ramon and, and uh, Albert have done a, certainly done a good job. So, you know, it's a big week for us in the kicking game. It's covering against Switzer. And it's a good coverage, good kickoff coverage unit. They have a lot of, a lot of speed on their kickoff team. So it's been a good test for us. Like it always is up there. All right. Great. Thank you.